0: Welcome back to another episode of Folks and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast. In this episode, the Bard actually performs for a crowd, the Monk ruins a local strongwoman's career, and our favorite druid tries to live under a rock, and not for the first time. So
1: last we left off, y'all were heading back from the center of town because you promised the innkeep that you were going to perform so you have a place to sleep tonight, even though Astraea and Piron are both constantly bitching about how they want to sleep outside.
0: Yeah, it's free. Hell yeah, I did. Woot woot.
1: So as evening approaches, you all are about to head to the tavern. Congratulations. You've made it. As you walk into the tavern, the bar is slammed full of patrons. Even as crowded as it was earlier, the tavern is nigh unto bursting. Drunken patrons are gambling. On arm wrestling in the corner, everyone is having a raucous time. And just as you step through the entrance, Gregory motions you over. What are you guys going to do in the crowded bar... Other than uh, Jean-Jacques, or JJ, who is going to be performing in a sec. Because I feel like that will be the last thing we'll get done. So he motions JJ over. You guys are in a crowded bar. People are arm wrestling, having a good time, making gambling bets. Um, I can re-give you some of the major important people that were in the tavern from last time, if you guys forgot.
2: I just remember the barkeep. I-, I didn't go in, so it's not like I know yeah. anyone, so you don't need to give them.
1: Yeah, JJ was the only person who entered the, the bar. Okay, so... Usually, this place only has about 30 to 40 patrons in the bar, but because of the festival, it was nigh on to bursting the last time you got out here, you were in this tavern, but now, as it's nighttime and people are starting to get very, very tired and kind of they're done with their workday, it's even more bursting than it was earlier in the day, which was definitely too many people for this bar to hold. As you walk around the bar, what's really interesting, actually, uh, is there's a small redheaded woman, or let's say more ginger- in the corner, arm wrestling, like Sim-
2: similar to my head. Uh, Colin? no,
1: I mean, not really. It's more like it's like an Irish ginger, like a very, very classic redhead.
2: Yeah, um, mine's a little more to more the point red.
1: of almost orange. Oh, that's um, okay. so she's sitting in the corner, she's wearing. Nice clothes, but nothing that you would say would be insanely fancy. And she has a mug of beer in her hand and is absolutely going to town, beating every single massive challenger that is coming across her way. As well, there's a very small, frantic man in really long robes running around, handing out pamphlets and being very much ignored by the rest of the customers in this place. I would like to get a I I I get us a booth at the bar close to the stage, because I want to see JJ perform. So, you're actually very lucky because, under normal circumstances, in this situation, there would be nowhere for you to sit, but there's actually a special booth reserved for people who are working at the bar to take a break, so Gregory actually motions over to the rest of uh, JJ's party to go sit there, as that's a special booth reserved for the rest of the customers not to be able to sit, but once again, like, you have to like, shove past people to get there, it's that crowded. Jeez. Think like, think like Pub on King on a Friday night. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I shove my way to the bar, and uh, uh, I guess, is Gregory there? So Gregory's over at the bar, and he goes, Oh, um, who are you? And um, sorry, by the way, if I forgot his voice. I haven't done this in like a month, but it might get changed. You know what? It's a work in progress, and we love Gregory anyway. As you approach the bar, uh, Gregory looks and just as a description as such a quick refresher, he is one of the most innately intimidating people you have ever seen in your life. A stern, strong face. Like, honestly, it's really concerning how standoffish this man just regularly looks. And he goes, um, who are these people? Uh, I know you were bringing friends, but are they gonna be performing? Um, the, 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 the elf looks like he could probably sing... Um, not sure about the other one though.
0: Monsieur Gregory is uh, these are my uh, roadies? They are my roadies. Uh, they they help me with uh, with with the z- pre-production, and they help me with the post-production, and they stay with me. That is what they do. They they will uh, just. egg on z- Um,
1: z- I've never met a traveling uh performer who had two roadies who was you know playing for room and board. Well, Monami, you have never met me. Uh, yeah, I have earlier today.
2: I don't know. I don't get it. I like sleeping outside, but he insists on sleeping inside, so he's making us come. Honestly? Uh, but I will clap for him, I guess. His music's not, not bad.
0: I happen to quite
1: like his music, actually. I give not it messy. a five-star review. Um... I'm excited. Honestly, we haven't had good music in this town since the great minstrel, uh, Sebastian actually uh came through here. But unfortunately, he died of tuberculosis a few years ago. I did not realize
0: that tuberculosis was a illness. It in this shouldn't game. be. He was um... just
1: too stubborn to go see a healer. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. He thought his art would cure him, but little did he know that art can't fight germs. But that is correct. Is it, though? I've heard people sing, and and other people get better. Yeah, haven't you shared the great legend of Patch Adams? I go to Gregory, and I say, Hello, sir. May I have a drink, please? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? This one's on the house. Um, you're performing here, and I feel like it's the least I can do, considering I'm expecting massive booze and some tomatoes. Sick. Thank you, sir. And what, what can, can I have a meal as well? Um, we've got some, some nice trout that was caught earlier today and we've been, got a stew over the fire that I might have to charge you for though. That's been pretty popular recently. I'll take the trout if it's going to be free. No. The, oh, the meal has to be paid for. Your wording was ambiguous. You said it
2: like we get the food for free. I'm going to go get my own free food. Uh. And I start to walk out and say, the forest is free.
1: Uh, I don't recommend going into the forest at
2: night. I'm okay. Why not? Uh, Wait, why? Yeah, why Um, not? Uh, The forest is my... The forest isn't my friend, but I know how to live in the forest. He
1: actually... So he looks at you and he actually... It's almost like a record. Like, you know, like a record scratch where everyone just kind of looks at you and goes, Wait, you don't know what's going on in the forest? And basically he turns to you and goes, Oh, um... There have been um goblin parties wandering around that have been um quote unquote kidnapping, murdering, and eating people, and nobody's been able to deal with them. They've, they've they've kind of taken over the abandoned mining camp um a few miles outside of town, and honestly, it's pretty not safe out there right now.
2: Wait, I I think we already did fix that for you, uh, and I I, I, I don't pull think up... we
1: fixed it. We just, we've encountered some goblins, though, on our way into town. They're
2: gone. And I pull your finger, and I say, see, look, we got it from, from, I pull, I pull JJ's finger, and I say, see, look, we got it, this from them.
1: So Gregory looks at the ring, he, like, he takes it from your hand, he looks at it, he scans it over, puts it back in your hand, and goes, I have no idea what that is. Um,
2: Yeah, the weird guy in the shop didn't either.
1: Yeah, that's not from here maybe goblin made but also what weird guy in the shop
2: what the guy the weird guy in the in the in the shop that doesn't like money wh- wh- he what? he like me understands that money is s- stupid what shop the only shop in town is chainmail shirts only and that guy's a lunatic <sighs> never mind i guess it's not real then it's fine wait wh- i don't want to deal with this right <laughs> now
0: um that, that is actually quite uh well some but uh the, the maybe more uh pressing um G- monsieur gregory uh the Goblin infestation in your in your uh, forest. Uh, is there possibly some sort of uh, municipal uh, rewards for the um, clearing of said mine? Yeah, uh, the seneschal I thought put a notice on the board.
1: Um, might have been taken down though. I know he hired some mercenaries a couple of weeks back, but um, they've been gone a while, and I think they're um, quote unquote, been eaten and murdered
2: quote-unquote, do you just mean been eaten and murdered? Um,
1: that's kind of how I was taught that quotes work, but, I don't know, maybe some of the patrons were screwing with me. I'm not the most
0: educated, I just like giving hugs. Well... Uh, That sounds very unfortunate for them and very unfortunate for your town. Uh, However, that seems uh, very lucky for us. Perhaps uh, we could take care of your problem uh, either tonight or maybe tomorrow. Well, you
1: promised you'd play tonight. And if you don't play tonight, I'm going to have to fight 10 drunk, angry old men. And that's going to be bad for everybody. But yeah, I don't see why tomorrow you guys wouldn't be
0: able to go out and go check that out. So magnifique. Perhaps we will do that. Uh, perhaps, uh, I mean, we, we can all uh, see in the dark, so perhaps uh, maybe later tonight, after the performance, uh, we could uh, check it out.
1: Oh, by, by the way, by sleep, I meant like 5am. Don't you know you have four sets plus an encore? Wait,
2: four sets plus an encore?
1: That works for us too. We can do that too. Cool, cool. That is... Um... How much? How much does my meal cost, by the way? Oh, seven copper pennies. Yeah, is that is that not enough? I can I can book you for more. That is the uh, the n- 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 no, no no no. I uh, just for context, by the way, this would be like the equivalent of like eight p.m. It's, uh, so uh, it's eight p.m.
2: It, to five a.m. Is what you're saying?
1: Yeah. You don't have to play, he doesn't expect you to play for all of it, okay. he expects you to play, can play on and off every other hour.
2: I'll just go sleep while this is happening, then.
1: Well, I mean, stay for a while. You've got some free drinks, and um, there are some pretty fun things going on. Like, I set up a nice um, darts board that people, people seem to be throwing at, and you turn around, and they actually have a guy strapped to the dart board, and they're throwing darts around to the guy, and a couple of them actually ended up in him, and he's like, yeah, it seems like a pretty wholesome time.
2: Does
0: anyone have
1: magic missiles?
2: No, none of us are wizards.
1: No. Damn. <laughs> I'm real good at throwing darts, though.
2: I'm not. but I can make you better at throwing darts.
1: I don't know that I'd want to throw darts at a person tied to a board. Why is that man tied to the board? Oh, that's just Tim. Um, This happens every weekend or so. He just kind of define okay attached to the board through consent willing i mean yes if you know libations forcing him into doing it is
2: no that that's not what consent means but um I I start go walking over to Tim.
1: So he is uh, strapped to the board. He's got two things tying him up. And there are these three very tall... They they look like they're they're lumberjacks, basically, in terms of build and size. They've got dirt all over them, pretty ragged clothes, got some beers, they're laughing, casually just throwing darts around Tim. They seem to have gotten pretty good at just barely missing Tim. Um, And Tim is just kind of laughing his ass off as they throw things around him.
2: Oh... Hello there, uh, men and Tim. Um, hi, Tim. Are you okay with this?
1: I love it!
2: Oh, okay. Are, you're not lying, right? No,
1: why would I lie?
2: I do an insight yeah, check? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm trying to see if Tim's lying, obviously. Yeah. It's not great. Um, it's okay. So
1: you don't know if he's lying or not in terms of if he was forced up there, but you can clearly tell that he's actually enjoying himself.
2: okay. Okay Tim, I I guess I won't do anything about this. Good, good day,
1: sir. One one of the bigger men actually like pulls you over and goes, "Um, we don't know what to do." He won't let us stop.
2: Oh. He, why don't you just stop? Um, why won't he let He's tied up. That seems like an easy solution. Uh, 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 Donovan tried that last time and
1: doesn't have a house anymore.
2: What do you mean he doesn't have a house anymore? I
1: mean he refused to throw the darts. And now he's homeless.
2: How, though? How has his house been gone? It, this is a this is a question. It just disappeared. Oh. I go back to Tim, and I say, Hello, Tim. I heard you disappeared a house.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I see you also don't like sleeping inside.
1: Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I just like having darts thrown at me. Would you like to throw
2: a dart at me? No, I'm personally okay with this. Why do you like... Th- what happened to Donovan?
1: Donovan's fine.
2: What happened to Donovan's house? Let me restate that.
1: I don't know. Why? It just kind of disappeared one day.
2: It just kind of disappeared one day. Isn't something that happens. And I, even from not in a city, knows that things don't disappear. I am well, have object permanence. I developed that when I was a child. <laughs> let,
1: me ask, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Have you had things just disappear before? Like a lucky penny or a pencil? Same thing.
2: What's a pencil? What? No, I don't think so. Houses are large. That's like if the tree that I slept in, I woke up and in fact I was on the ground. Wait. Trees don't disappear.
1: I mean, it depends how nice you are to the tree.
2: No, they just don't disappear. I, I don't think it works Clearly, like that, Mr. Clearly, you've Tim. never been
1: married to a tree, because they're frankly very rude.
2: I mean, I would agree that trees are rude, but... Not in the way of just disappearing.
1: Well, that's not true because my ex-wife Christine had that happen.
2: Are you sure your ex-wife just didn't leave? No,
1: because she's a tree. Trees can't walk.
2: Yeah, as I said, trees don't disappear.
1: I'd like to change scene away from whatever acid trip of a conversation is going on right now.
0: No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> this no, no. has You're to not be resolved. The entire podcast this has to be resolved. Is now Tim. All right. All right. No, 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 no. The podcast is now Tim.
2: <laughs> Tim? Okay. Um I don't know what to do. Tim, I'm going to I. what c- can I, these men want to stop? Are you okay with that? Sure. If they don't want their houses to disappear. See, this is where we're at odds here. You said I didn't make their house disappear, and now you're saying if they stop, their houses disappear. So, you must have something to do with this. Please explain.
1: Um, here is my logic. I don't make the houses disappear, but if they stop throwing the darts, their houses disappear.
2: Nope. Um, can I sit down on the ground? Absolutely. Absolutely. And ask Honestly, the I think universe. actually at this point you
1: started to draw a crowd in terms of they've never met someone who has been able to hold a conversation with Tim for more than 30 seconds. And you've actually drawn an audience to see who will break first.
2: Oh, this actually won't do anything. Um, I sit down on the ground, uh, and I say, Mr. Tim.
1: Mrs. Woman.
2: Good enough. Um, if I throw a dart and then stop, will my house disappear?
1: Depends. Are you friends with your house?
2: I don't have a house. Well, then how can this it disappear? This is the trick question. Well, I sleep places, and that is my house for the night. Where do you sleep? Where I want to. Okay. Well, then let me ask you a question. Have
1: you baked a pie recently for wherever you've slept?
2: No. I don't have an oven.
1: Oh, well, see, that's your mistake. You should just build an oven out of trees.
2: Okay, Mr. Tim, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to kindly ask for you to not make the houses disappear.
1: Tell you what. They can stop throwing darts at me, and their houses may or may not disappear.
2: If. Okay, I sit down on the ground, I cast augury. Uh, go ahead. And I, and I ask, it just tells me if something good or bad's gonna happen. Okay. But I'm interested. Uh, so the specific course of action is uh, people stop throwing darts. And then you tell me if a good thing's gonna happen or a bad thing's gonna happen. What if it's neither? Then it's neither. You can also say nothing.
1: Yeah, it's neither. If you if the men stop throwing darts, an indifferent action will occur.
2: Okay. Um, I stand up and I say, Mr. Tim, you are clearly an interesting person. Mr. Other two men, your houses probably won't disappear. The stars said nothing will happen. So I know that sounds sketchy, but like me and the stars, we have a strong connection. The flower on my head speaks to the stars for me. Again, I know this all sounds ridiculous, but, like, just trust me. You can just lose. Um,
1: thanks. I'm Garland, by the way. It's a pleasure to meet you.
2: Okay, Garland. Um, I probably won't remember that.
1: Oh, that's not rude at all. Okay, bye. If
2: I do, I'll remember that. If you get lost and you see me, I can point you in the right direction, though. That's kind of my, my Um, thing.
1: we don't really leave town except to go to our woodmill, and that's not very far. Um, nice meeting you, though. Bye, weird, strange lady garlic <laughs> all right moving on jj do you want to do your set or do you want pieron to go first
0: in terms of what i they mean want to do? i'll be fully honest with you i'm not gonna be singing for this podcast i'm just doing a role right like that's that's okay yeah no no, no. i'm not gonna make you sing i'm not a lunatic do we
1: do we want listeners because if we want listeners i shouldn't sing. here's the deal instead of singing why don't you do spoken word i don't know I think he should. So who wants to go first? Piran, do you want to have your interactions in the bar or? um, I don't know that I do much exciting. Piran's kind of just munching away. You know, he just, he just going at that fish. He just like, is it, how good is it? Is it good? Is it finger looking good? Is it like, all right? It's really bland. <laughs> it feels like somebody took a fish out of the water and gutted it and then shoved it under a fire until it didn't give you diseases. Piron is disappointed by his fish. He doesn't quite finish it. Uh, He kind of just chugs his drink down. Uh, And then he's going to go watch the arm wrestling while he waits for JJ to get ready for his set. So he doesn't want to participate, though. He's just kind of seen So as you walk over, once again, this girl is just trouncing everyone. Like, to the point where, like, a a seven-foot-tall, like, 300 pound orc man walks up and goes, listen, I, I, I've got this and puts like a sack of coins on the table and goes, are you ready to go? And she does like the, she like cracks her knuckles and like, she's like, are you sure I've eaten three of your brothers and your cousin the last week? Don't let you have to embarrass your again yourself again, old man. Like what? Isn't this four weeks in a row that you've gotten your ass whooped by this little girl and he, like, looks really grumbly and shit like that, and is like, oh, fine, maybe you're right, but, like, no, I gotta, I, I can't be, like, embarrassed, I've gotta be a macho manly man. And so they sit at the table, and she looks, and she actually looks at you, oddly, Piron gives you a wink, and then three seconds, hands on the table, like, he's down, it, it's immediate, and the whole crowd is just dying they're laughing they're like wow this idiot tried this again and he's getting trounced like what is going on she laughs and she takes a drink and then she gets up and leaves and now you're left there with like the crowd going ah she'll be back honestly this is hilarious watching idiots try and beat her is better than watching idiots get eaten and cannibalized by goblins all right i'm not really sure how to engage with that i think Piron's just kind of like making trying to make idle conversation i don't know that it's going well well though. so they kind of look at you and they're like well you're not from here clearly that is correct you want to give it a go at this because like i feel like listen nobody's beaten her in three months but i feel like you you've got this oh i definitely think i don't can you roll a persuasion check please for sure it won't go well oh oh i got a four so- as you say that, the crowd like immediately this guy gets a twinkle in his eye and he goes, "Hey, this guy over here says he can beat her." And everyone goes, "Hey?" Eh? And then they start cheering you on and you kind of get like crowd shuffled over to the to the table where they like kind of like it's kind of like a mosh pit where they like sit you down and go, "All right, give it give it your best shot. I believe in you." Yeah, I feel like Piron's like, "No, I'm I mean, like, I don't... I just, I, and, like, he's kind of just getting, like, pushed to the table. And he's trying to, like, we, like, get out of it. Yeah. And then, as you set her around to go, like, no, really, like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. This girl sits down and goes, oh! Um, are you sure you want this little girl to also get hit, beat by a little girl? Because, like, this is gonna be really bad. I agree with her. I think we shouldn't watch me get my arms snapped. I'm just gonna... And I think I try to, like, get up again, but I'm sure someone, like, kind of grabs my shoulders, like, pushes me back into the chair. And I'm like, well, uh, Elbow, it was, uh, fun knowing you. She looks at you and goes, tell you what, I'll give you an advantage. I'm just gonna use my pinky. Okay. And this gets, like, a eating grin from the crowd. They're like, they know that, like, she's done this before and it has not gone well for people. But she's like, yeah, you know what, it'll be fine. This will be an even match, right? I guess I just kind of, I accept the consequences. This is like an ability check, right? Um, Yeah, I'm gonna make Piran roll an ability check. Athletics. Uh, You can use athletics, you can use pure strength.
0: Alright, well I'm going to noticing the crowd around uh, Piran. JJ is going to uh, look over and say, Piran, you have this. Do not let me down. And uh, inspire you.
2: Oh, sweet!
0: Um, So sorry, what kind of check can I make? You can
1: do a pure strength, you can do an athletics. I would say you could also do a dexterity because arm wrestling is almost about how skilled you are at the actually act of arm wrestling is how strong you are. Like um, pure, like straight I would dexterity. say, I would say if you do, yeah, dex, like straight dexterity, there
2: should be because I feel like the most dexterous person in the universe can't beat the strongest person.
1: So you're, uh, here's the thing: you can use dex; it will just be a higher skill check to pass. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use athletics because my okay. athletics and my dexterity are so the same. You, and so, what do you do? Do you grab her whole pinky with your hand? Do you also just use your pinky? Oh, like? I definitely like. I already know this lady's been whooping men left and right like you know piran works out but he knows he's not you know the world's buffest man he saw a guy with biceps the size of his own head get crushed he's not stupid he's got his whole hand on that pinky.
2: as much (laughs) of his hand Uh, as
1: he can fit on that pinky is on that pinky (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah. i love that okay all right do your role sir uh so do i get advantage if she's using the pinky is that a thing she gave to me no no it just means this you just have a means chance a... of beating her okay uh and then i have the bardic inspiration is what a d6 or a d8 uh
0: a d6 one me.
1: okay uh so i'm gonna roll athletics okay and i'm gonna roll my bardic inspiration all right let's see it that's an 18 oh, total So you look her in the eyes. It's like the, it's got like, you know, the crow at sundown, like pistols at dawn kind of vibes. Like it goes to her eyes and then to your eyes and then back to her eyes and then back to your eyes. And then all of a sudden it's got like the anime, like you lock eyes and you start going. And it's actually like a struggle. Like nobody's actually seen anybody get this close to beating this girl, even with just her pinky. Like she is like, hey, you're actually not as a... bad as I thought you were. Um, this might actually be a little easier this time, to- or a little harder this time than, uh, I thought this was gonna be. And, all of a sudden, it looks like she's starting to struggle a little bit, actually. And, you drop her. Wait, what? And the crowd explodes. And she is, like, dumbfounded. She's like, I think Piron and her have the same face. They're both like, what just happened? And she's like, how did that even... Don't look at me. Wh- I don't... Uh. She looks at you and... I just said not to. She goes from, like, a jubilant, like, happy person to, like, 180 flip. She oh, is pissed off. I'm about to get my feet, huh? And she gets up from the table and goes, I think I'm done drinking with you idiots for today. Um, maybe next time I'll use three fingers and I'll actually have more of a challenge. And she, like, walks off in a huff. Did I win money from this? So you notice there's a bag of coins on the table. I, I guess I turned to the guy that like shoved my shoulders into the chair. I'm yeah. like, is that mine now? Uh he goes, Absolutely. We haven't seen any here turn forever. Holy crap. Sick. Congrats, my And I grabbed like, the money. So you have just earned yourself fifty silver pieces. Fifty. And so like they're cheering you on. Do you have any questions about this girl? Like, you're just going to be like, oh, okay, she's gone now. I think the excitement of winning has kind of, like, Pierron's just getting into it. You know, everyone's like, like, let's drink. Like, woohoo! no, it's beating her. And he's just like, he he's feeling himself now, you know? Tim, Tim in the background goes, give that man three rabbits from my rabbit family. I would love a rabbit. So I think he's just kind of, he's caught up in the crowd and the excitement. I don't think he thinks yeah. to, like, Walk away, like he's very, yeah. He's like he, you're, you're soaking it in, right? Like you're, yeah, like yeah. oh my god, like, he he's getting very caught up in what's going on around him. Okay. That being said, he is a pretty perceptive person, so maybe could I make like a roll to see if he sure like notices something's off? Yeah, go or if ahead. He's just okay. You don't really notice anything other than one really glaring obvious thing, which is he looks like a normal girl who could bench press, you know, a small truck, but. But even, she doesn't even look like that. She's got, like, a similar definition to, like, what Estrella has. She's muscular, but you wouldn't think she's, like, excessively strong. She look like she lift, but she don't look like she lift Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's not like, oh, my God, this behemoth of a human is going to murder me. She looks like a, a slightly stronger-than-average person. Okay. But the one thing you do notice, Shirt is, like, a regular blue shirt, but as she turns around to walk away... There's a sun crest, like a crest that's like a half-risen sun on the back of her shirt. Okay, do I know what that is at all? You can make a history check. If you wanted to, I, you, all three of you are there. I'd say you could all make history checks. I think the only person that would have a real shot at recognizing it, though, would be JJ. Um, uh, I, I'm,
2: I'm not going to roll it. I probably didn't yeah. notice it. It probably didn't spike anything to me. I lived okay. in the forest.
1: Okay.
0: I did at 12.
1: Okay. So you know then, JJ, that people from noble families tend to have their own family crest. And that's kind of what this looks like. Like, it's weird, because you've never seen it on the back of a shirt before. It's always, like, either, like, fanciful robes where it's a patch in the corner or, like, a standard on a flag. You've never really seen it in this fashion, but it looks like a house standard, almost.
0: Okay, So, yeah.
1: I assume, Estrella, you're done with your conversation with Tim, right? You've left yeah. him to talk with the rabbit. I just said that
2: the people can leave. I'm done with... Sorry, yeah.
0: do oh, I actually did... get a rabbit, though? Sure. We'll get to that. Okay. It's JJ's turn. Yeah, so I guess it's time for for JJ's first set. Oh okay. yeah,
1: let's go, JJ. Let's see
0: it and let's the get
1: Piran this done. is probably more than a little bit inebriated at this point because some people <laughs> so have I forced think, some drinks I, on him, so he's just fucking. screaming was about screaming to say, For you, biggest. I don't you ever. Actually, here's a question for you, Piron. Do you drink? Did you like? Have you ever had experience with oh, drinking baby. before this? Oh baby, Piron's done like everything. Like, well, no, so like we, alcohol okay. is definitely one of the things he's consumed, but he's been inebriated in many different forms. Okay.
2: He's
1: he's so. had some weird shit. Okay, got it. So, yeah, so you're definitely... Actually, can you roll a constitution check for me? You constitution check or save? I guess it would be a save. save. It's the same either way. Critical fail on my save. You're, like... So, here's the thing. You're used to drinking, but they're buying you the best of the best, which means... The highest of the highest. And you are, like, wobbling. Like, J.J. goes up on the stage about to do uh, do his performance, and you are seeing four J.J.'s, and you're really confused because you're like, I thought there was only one J.J., but now there's four of them on the stage. No, I think at this point, at this level of drunk, I just accept it. I'm just, like, screaming. I'm like, let's go, J.J.'s! J.J. Band! And J.J.'s listening like, what is he talking about? I am (laughs) screaming, though. Like, he's just... Like, he is losing his mind for JJ. All right. So, JJ. But he's got the rest of the crowd. Oh, absolutely. You are, are like, the center of attention right now. And when you start screaming for the band of JJs, everyone looks and only sees one JJ and then goes, yeah, band of JJs.
2: Whoa, wait, can I use, they won't make any sound because it's minor illusion, but can I make it look like there's a band of JJs with my minor illusion? They can't make sound.
1: Uh-uh. I don't think that spell can do it. It can that. make a yeah.
2: so it creates a sound or
1: you can't make a person. You can make an object. Making making people is for that's higher fair, level huh? illusion spells. Otherwise you removed ninety percent of illusion true. spells because that's all they all they do is make you make better. So minor here's the illusions. thing. Under normal circumstances, I would say absolutely not mechanically, you cannot make a person. I will say under this circumstance now, i'll just ap- make
2: more fun music then but only before he starts i'll make like a just make sparks, yeah, sparks you know like yeah. the stage yeah. and this
1: is what you mean by roadie like you gotta get like the it's like when john cena walks into wrestlemania 51 like you've got the sparks going you've got the walk-up music like dun,
0: yeah. dun, dun, dun.
2: it's funny because if it sparks dun, dun, dun. it won't make a sound but that's fine
1: you can just cast both, one at a time. You know, start with the sparks, then the music, then the sparks yeah. again, then the music, back and back forth. And forth. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll do that. And, JJ, you get on the okay. stage, on the stage to, to screaming fans. Like, it, it feels like you're Kanye West at a Kanye West concert before he went crazy. And even Gregory, like, you look over to the bar, and he's like,
0: oh, my God, they're not immediately throwing tomatoes. All right, so if, if everyone's hyping me up and everyone's really excited, all right, and I'm getting all these pyrotechnics' as help, and even... Even like before, I'm performing. All right, the situation is such that even Gregory is surprised by the pageantry here. I'm sure that has to help with my performance at least a bit, right? For sure.
2: So, so advantage? Question mark. No. I think you should get advantage. <laughs> so
1: here's what I think. I Do, should get am advantage. I, am I gonna give you advantage? No. But you'll see. You'll
0: you'll see. Okay. Alright, I'm trying to convince everyone that I'm really good, so can I do persuasion instead of performance? Absolutely not.
2: (laughs) You're performing? What are you talking about? (laughs) This is the definition of a performance check.
0: I'm just really scared to roll because there have been no good rolls so far. You should
2: Um, have been like me and maxed out your performance when I played a bard. I I
0: rolled a 21 on my perception. That was was solid. That's pretty darn
1: great. I just don't do well with my charisma. I'm not very charismatic.
0: Boom. Alright, solid 12s. Okay. For the opening uh, so set.
1: Describe, describe what you're doing.
0: Um, I am starting out, uh, you, considering I have to do like multiple sets, I think the, the first song I'm starting out with just like a common country folk kind of uh, jig, something that's a little bit more simple, a little folksy, uh, but really upbeat and everyone kind of knows it. So oh, people okay. can just kind of like sing along and get into it. Okay. But then after that is over, I'm going to like, let the crowd kind of settle and rest a bit, and I'm going to play out a, a more soulful ballad, something that's still folksy, but something that's a little bit more rare, something that's, like, not so commonly played, maybe a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, like a nice long story. All right. Yeah.
1: So what happens was, is you start off with the the jig, and everyone actually is kind of into it. Like, you know what? This is definitely not your best performance, but it's pretty solid, and you start off with the jig, and, like, it seems to be going pretty well and then you go into like the more soulful ballad and everyone gets really quiet and as you conclude the soulful ballad it's a solid probably two or three seconds of dead silence and then Piron out of the corner of your eye goes "Whoa, band of jjs and then the entire bar erupts and cheers and they start throwing coins on, the, on like onto the stage and like they're like they're going nuts like and it, this is wild, because this bar probably should hold, like, 20 to 30 people, and there's probably 100 people in this bar who are throwing, like, coins and, like, flowers and, like, underwear comes from the back of the wall, like, back of the bar onto the stage somehow. And Wait, like, I thought
2: you said the bar was packed. It is packed. With 20 to 30 people?
1: No, I said it normally holds. Uh-huh. No, you said it should be 20, but it's 100. Too many people. It's a bar meant for 20 to 30 people, but, like, it's crowded with, like, 100 to 150 people, depending on the time
0: there is no chance for social distancing here
1: yes they would all be getting the corona it's okay they live in a plague <laughs> for well, I mean, except for tuberculosis. no except for yeah. sebastian <laughs> that's the yeah, real fantasy getting to be within six feet of someone without a mask on. <laughs> that's the real role play
0: <laughs> okay uh, all right sounds great should i just do performance checks for like all the sets or is that just all No, no, no. Yeah. So
1: that's so, so that's your first set and you're about to get off the stage when suddenly a man appears on stage. Uh, is it um, the man?
2: Is it the whack man?
1: He is a tall brunette man with brown eyes where that looks very thin and gaunt. He's wearing long black robes with a picture of the crescent moon just above his right bicep. Um, his hair is down uh, and very straight and a little greasy. And he's got freckles all over his nose, and he looks and goes, "None of this matters. For you all shall receive death by penalty of the true king." And then, as you can see, he starts like he like he starts like tossing things into the crowd.
2: I yell quickly, "Who's the true king?" I actually don't know.
1: So everyone goes like, "Shut the f- up! Like stop! Like do not like like stop talking! Like 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 do not egg this guy on!" Like everyone looks like. This has happened a bunch of times before, and this is more annoying than a problem. Um, He's like, you all shall bow when the true king ascends the throne and puts you all to the swords, you heathens. And he looks at you guys, and, and, and suddenly, like, two gruff, burly men drag him off the stage and goes, no, I will not be silenced. The true king will rise. Um and he like he's like kicking and screaming as he's dragged off the stage.
0: Uh, actually, before the uh, before the the people drag him off, or maybe as he's being yeah. dragged off, JJ does not enjoy hecklers and would love to insult this man. <laughs> Go ahead, all right. Um, I will say, you know, what's, casting the insult spell. That is exactly what I'm going to be doing. But I'm going to say, you know what? Uh, the sweet release of death will be a welcome. Uh, gift from your fantastic true king, if it means that I would never have to hear your terrible voice again. Roll
1: a. You can choose
0: persuasion or performance.
2: Wait, he's just casting the spell.
1: Oh, you're casting the spell.
2: Yeah, so you roll. Yeah, jelly.
1: you're just casting. This... Oh, you have to save with wisdom, as he he mocks you viciously. Oh, so he looks at you and. He actually, like, this looks like a man who is very devout in his beliefs, but he looks at you, and he actually, like, he's on the verge of tears as he's, like, kicked off the stage. And you look at the crowd, and the crowd starts, like, throwing the same kind of insult. They're not as good, but, like, this, along the same lines of insults at him as he's, like, dragged kicking and screaming off the stage, going, no, this is not right! The true bastion of the king shall not be treated in this unfaithful manner! And he's, like, dragged out of the bar, and he goes... "Um, And so, actually... Uh, Garland, uh, turns to you, Estrella, and goes, "Oh, that idiot! He will not leave us alone. He's actually set up office in this town, and if it wasn't for the fact that he's pretty harmless, he would absolutely be in the mayor's dungeon right now."
2: Hey, Garlic, Garlic, Garlic! Who's the true king? It's
1: it's Garland, and um. Oh, you not, sorry. Have you been living under a rock for the past two hundred years? Do you not? Um,
2: uh, no. Sometimes tree- I live under a rock. Mostly, I live up in a tree,
1: though. Oh, um. That's unpleasant. Um the truth is It's actually so,
2: very pleasant. JJ says we should stay here for tonight, but I don't think I need to.
1: Um I'll give it a try sometimes, maybe. Um All right, strange lady. So the after the the, the great reconciliation, the council decided to remove power from the royal family as, you know, they've gone a bit insane. And we've been taken over by the, 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 the Great Council. But unfortunately, there are still those who believe that the true king... So
2: while he's talking, I say, hold on a second. And I run to JJ and I say, JJ, do you have a notebook?
0: Uh, d- of course. Uh,
2: can I seal it for a minute?
0: Uh, well, um, if there is something worth writing down, perhaps my penmanship will be uh, more readable to the rest of us. Uh,
2: it's, just, it's just for me. I- I'm pretty sure you'll know this. <laughs> this. This is new for me. I just take it and run yeah. away. And I say, okay, I'm back, garlic.
1: Um rather than writing it down, why don't you just take a pamphlet?
2: Pamphlet? What's a pamphlet?
1: The man was throwing pamphlets. Wait, but I need I ground. need
2: explanation from you. You said great rhythm. Rip- There's a lot of new words.
1: Um so the great how do you not know
2: Again, under a rock, actually. Continue, please. Thank you. I was just gonna say, I I think by this point JJ is with Australia.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, your set's done, right? You're you're yeah. off, they've got like the generic instrument guys playing up there now just to kind of keep the ambience going, but like, you've been given a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so- Pierre is at that final stage of Drunk um, where you can't open your eyes anymore, but you're not yet unconscious. So, um, how far do I need to go back? Do I need to go back to the era of the Great Reconciliation? Do I need to go back Back to the era of ancients. Like, what are we talking
2: Just here? give me enough information to know who this true king is. Um, so the Great I'm not was much.
1: the founding of the king uh, of the empire, as we know, where he, he conquered the, the or the Sun Emperor conquered the continent. Sure. Um,
2: OK, I write down Sun Empire question mark, and I'll ask questions later.
1: His name was uh, sorry, the Emperor of the First Flame. I apologize. It's been a while since my sixth grade history class. Wow, this is sixth grade history? These peasants are educated. There's some high educated peasants. I actually come from the capital city. I chose to live a life of lumberjacking. Also, this is like OSE yeah. commentary. Piron on can't um, make words right now. So basically, the Empire of the First Flame the Emperor of the First Flame, that his greatness was too powerful to be left simply in his own kingdom and decided to, um, Quote "unquote unite the continent using murder"
2: classic the classic tool
1: yep uh so after the horrific events of the great reconciliation he was removed by the council of the white rose and replaced with a pseudo emperor and it's basically a, a, a council democracy that runs the country now but the the lineage of the emperor of the first flame it's very well known they're a very prominent family it's just they've been irrelevant for the last 200 years i'd say but these crazy lunatics are trying to put him back on the family back on the throne even though they have on multiple occasions said they're very happy living a common life in their mansions
2: Uh, okay um so this man wants true king to be back on king throne that doesn't exist he's but they don't want to be is what you're saying
1: uh, as most monarchs generally start off as.
2: Most monarchs start off not wanting to be on the throne or done yeah, being they,
1: on the throne. No, they, they, they don't. The, the family is very happy. They're very wealthy. They just live in their own estates doing their thing. They can be a bit standoffish, but nobody wants to start another war again.
2: Oh, okay. Thank you for the history lesson. I will promptly probably forget all of that. But well, I'll didn't you write it down words. in your notebook with your pencil? Yeah, it's not my notebook. I'll remember it. if I, I'll i ask. I'll point to it, and we'll uh, explain it later.
1: JJ, like, Piron, you look very interested. Because, like, this is new history, I assume, right? Like, I Wait, assume Piran's very drunk interested.
2: and inebriated. You're
1: drunk and inebriated? I can't. Words are not words to Piron. <laughs> uh, but, like, JJ's looking at you like, how the f*** do you... Like, this is just, like, basic <laughs> I,
2: I understand that. That's why I said I'll point to JJ when I need it explained again. Thank you, Garlic. Have a good day. Um, it's, if you it's get lost garland. again, oh sorry, thank you, Garland. If you get lost again and see me, actually, for any c- canonically, reason. can you keep calling him Garlic?
1: Yeah, Joey, of course. It's oh yeah, I was that.
2: literally about to say, au revoir, Garlic." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, okay, thank you, Garlic. Um, uh, have a good day. And if you get lost, um, I will. I'll help you again. That's again. That's okay. my thing. Flowers, stars, thing. I'ma do. Perfect. Have a good day. Perfect.
1: So. I will say the night drags on. You guys are having a good time. It seems like mostly things are going well. You seem to be getting like more well known in the town. I don't know that you're like po- like popular, popular, but like you're you're starting to get a reputation. Like people are starting to know you. Uh, Piran, you're a legend though. Like Gregory actually takes a knife and scratches your name into the wall of fame in his bar. That's amazing. And... I'm insulted, but whatever. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> They've had great performances before, but no one has no one has ever proven that feat of strength.
0: I know. I do actually have one one little point of note for my next performance. Seeing how everyone quite disliked the um, yeah the loyalist, I guess there. I know at the university we talked about some like the vast majority of people not really liking royalty and not really liking the the great council and stuff well but they
1: they dislike them for different reasons and you'd know this basically the reason they didn't like the royal families because they tend to ha- go kind of crazy and just make really random decisions like there was a man who made the cactus tax which is basically people weren't allowed to use coins as currency for two years they had
0: to use cactuses okay I actually love that because nothing's quenchier than cactuses but what I was going to say about my performance was I, I I don't know if if you'll be okay with this but I'm imagining that there's definitely like a song that like students at the bard college learn about just like stupid things about the royal family and it's just like insulting royalty I, love it so here's the thing just for time's sake I assume
1: that you j- performed just as well in your next round as you did in the first round but you get up there and you sing this song and people are actually going as nuts as they were for the initial jig they're like hey we've never heard this before but like you get like them clapping along to it like it's got a pretty catchy beat like you talk about the cactus tax you talk about uh the race of the rabbits where basically they took three horses and three rabbits and made them race and they ended up trampling over all the rabbits but this was in the middle of the capital city and it was really horrific to watch going through all just like the crazy shit the royal family's done and it's honestly like it, it gets a great reception like People haven't heard this before, but you definitely know that this is going to be a staple in this town now for, like, the near future. Fantastic. And as you're getting off stage, actually, someone bumps into you as they're leaving the bar. because So the stage entrance is, like, to the next of the front door, but as you're getting off, someone bumps you as you're going towards the bar.
0: And then immediately
1: walks out. Like, they give you kind of, like, the shoulder bump as you're going
0: through. All right. I'm going to say I'll follow them, because that seemed rude. Okay. Roll a perception check for me. Sure thing. Oh, finally a good roll. That's a 22,
1: baby. So what's interesting is as you turn to follow them, usually, like, it would be really hard to see through this many people in this kind of a crowd with someone leaving the bar, especially because pushing through people. It seems like this person was able to actually get through these people a lot more easily than most people, because it's a crowd, right? But Mm -hmm. they were, like, weaving through no problem. As you look, they actually... Take a step through the threshold of the door
0: and disappear. I will follow through the door.
1: Okay, you follow through the door, and what's interesting is there's no one out. I mean, like, there's a few drunk patrons and some guy throwing up out the alley outside the bar, but, like, the hooded man's gone. Okay. Yeah, but can you roll another perception check for me? I would
0: love to. That was not very good. That's an eight.
1: Alright, so yeah, um, then you go back, or you, uh, uh, you're, you're good, the night's winding down? Yeah. Okay. So.
2: We have the thing we're doing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, so the night ends. And you wake up. So you wake up. It is a mess. It is the classic, like, college movie hangover scene. Like, there's chairs everywhere. Piron, you're on the counter with, like, a mug hanging barely on your hand. Like, just snoring away. Um, Estrella, you're, like, quietly trying to sweep things up because you're, like, trying to be helpful. And you're just overwhelmed with the amount of work that everyone's left you to do. Because even Gregory is like, I'm dealing with this later.
2: I'm not going to – I'm going to say I'm not sweeping things up. I'm going to overrule you on that. Okay, that's fine.
1: No, I just feel like you're the responsible one who would be like want to be more cleaning. But sure, what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I probably snuck outside in the middle of the night and s- slept in a in a tree.
1: Actually. I like that better, actually. So you actually wake up and there's like a... Because there's like a tree in the center of town. So you're actually like asleep in one of the branches of the tree because you're like, ha, these idiots can't tell me what to do. I'm going to sleep in the tree all I want. And like, JJ, you're like quietly reading a book somehow unaffected by your immense hangover. And if anyone talks to you, you will murder them. Something interesting. As you go to reach in your pocket, JJ, you pull out a letter.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I pull out a letter okay uh, what, is, what does the letter say Um, so it basically says hello you
1: may not know who I am but you have been one of the most interesting people to enter the town so far meet me outside the recruiter's office just before first bell I have a proposition that will benefit us both
0: sorry they have a proposition at the recruiter's hall yeah would I know where that is? It's it's a pretty like, if you go to the map of the town. I, I am looking at the
1: map. Like once again, this is not a huge town. If you ask around, you would know where the recruiter's office is. By the way, people, you when you if you decide to ask around, you get some strange looks because they're like, for someone who was trashing down the emperor last night, why are you going to recruit for the
0: rebellion? Who says I'm going to recruit? Perhaps I am just going to have a very interesting conversation. Perhaps make a sequel to the song. Ah, okay. All right.
1: I, I get you. Get some more inside information so you can trash the living shit out of the Emperor and his family.
0: Precisely. Okay.
1: So are you going to go there at first bell?
0: Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. We, can we so, talk
1: along? Do, we, do you wake us up? Do no. Like- yeah, I would definitely have
0: told all of you about that. Yeah,
1: Absolutely not. You guys aren't cool enough to come to the recruiter's office.
0: Actually, I want to... Yeah, you have to have a charisma of 17 or higher.
1: Before we do that, so after uh, JJ reads the letter, because he's the only one really awake, I want to get, like, Piran and Astrea's reactions of what happened last night as you guys get back together to, like, get in the bar and, like, regroup. I don't remember.
2: I say, by the way, this is why we don't go into bars.
0: I agree. I think I've learned my lesson. Why, why do we not go into battles?
2: Everyth- I'm all, not feeling all, all so hot. Everything. Is there
0: something that happened That.
2: Last night. Why we don't go into bars.
0: I feel as so though that last night was a uh, rolling success. I, I earned some money. We got some free drinks. How much
1: did he earn, by the oh, way? Oh, actually, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, can you roll a d20 for me, please? So it's a 15? Yeah, because of so apparently it, had it was a really good night, partner. and there were a lot of patrons in the bar. You actually end up making the equivalent of two gold in silver and coppers. Ooh. Oh, snap you're rolling in it now Boom. baby you didn't make anything like I well you made, made 50 though. silvers no, which but is still half a gold
0: pretty darn good
1: sorry which is five gold yeah, yeah. that's five gold i made i made yeah lula, you guys are rolling baby. in it you could almost buy a carriage <coughs> we have a carriage. <laughs> no i mean you do have a carriage what have you named your uh, horse by I, the I, way I, not we that we it's important i don't think definitely think we decided on this and i definitely think i forgot to write it down and we don't have a horse, sorry and have ox, an ox. i apologize our ox is okay. named Tiramisu. Tiramisu? I accept. I also accept. Okay. So, just before first bell, just before you head over to the recruiting office, you actually meet Will in the town square. If you don't remember, Will is the seneschal of the town. He's the number two to the mayor, and basically he's the person who runs the place and goes, Oh, um, hello, good sirs. Uh, I know this is also not his voice, by the way. They might change up for the first episode. I feel like he is more of a Kermit-y guy. And he goes, um, I've heard a rumor. Are you going to be heading to the, um, mining camp anytime soon?
0: Uh, yes, that is the plan.
1: Oh, if you would clear that place for me, I would be able to offer you a very handsome reward. Sorry, Bartrand, I apologize.
0: Oh, uh, well, uh, Bertrand, uh, what is the reward that you have in mind?
1: Um, I would be able to give you... 30 gold pieces.
0: Uh, 30 gold pieces. Uh, People have... um, You hired some mercenaries uh, last week, correct? Yes. And they were killed and eaten? I can neither confirm or deny that. It is not needed. We already know. So, uh, the thing is, how, how much did you offer them? 30 gold as well, I assume? That sounds right. Well, perhaps the... Or acquired skill is higher than what they brought to the table. So perhaps zero ones should be higher as well. Can you roll a persuasion check for me? I would love to. That's a crit baby.
1: 25. So he looks at you and with the staunchest face, he goes, well, I agree. I will up the price. You have driven a hard bargain. And remember, this is I'm paying through the nose on this one. In addition to the 30 gold pieces that I will offer you. You will also get, and, and I can't believe, listen, if do not tell anyone in the town I'm giving this to you because you, we will actually have a ride on their hands,
0: four free snack tokens and free admission to the festival when you get back. Um, all, all, of that, uh, all, all, all of that sounds fantastic. Uh, perhaps we could uh, up to 40 gold pieces uh, as well as the uh, admissions and snack tokens. I mean, sure,
1: if you really want to give up you know, something worth 200 gold pieces, but that's fine.
0: No, no, no. I, I, I No, no, no. I, 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 get saying, it. I, I understand. No, no. I, I, I said as well as.
1: Oh. So, hold on. I'm offering you the most valuable thing you can get in this town. On uh, top of 30...
0: in, in this town. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I take those snack tokens as well. They are worth this. We need gold. I would like you to roll a
1: stealth check. Why? Because I want to see how quietly you're talking.
0: Okay. That's a 15.
1: So, I will say this. Bertrand like, has, looks aghast. When you say that these snack tokens are worthless, he's like, oh my god, you've shot my mother. And then, all of a sudden, someone looks and goes, did he just say the snack tokens were worthless? And then, like, you see people starting to pop out of the world going... Um, um, excuse me? And they start to crowd it and go, did you just say our snack tokens are worthless? And they're like, they're like, I, they're like eyeing you down and going, this man's a lunatic?
0: <laughs> uh, d- Again, let me reiterate myself. Uh, outside of this town, they are worthless. We are travelers. Uh And so it would be great to be able to use the snack tokens uh, while we are here. But afterwards, we need gold. It's as simple as that. All right, this is my final offer.
1: I will give you the four snack tokens, 30 gold pieces, and my pony named Magenta.
0: Monsieur, you have a deal.
1: Uh, He he looks at you and he shakes your hand and goes, Amazing. Incredible. All right. So, here's the deal. There's going to be about 200 goblins in that camp. Clear all of them out. I'm glad we struck this bargain. Goodbye. And he walks off. Do we... Do we need to provide proof of the cleared
0: goblins? um he did not ask for proof is he just gonna take our word for it all right well here here's the thing um if he wants proof, we could perhaps bring some fingers or ears of just a couple. We're not gonna bring two hundred obviously, but uh maybe one or two, and that's all we need to prove i i Excuse
1: me. And I like yell down for Bertrand. He's gone. I like yell and then like kind of put my hand to my yeah. head because I'm still a little hungover. Uh. I'm <laughs> sipping a tea. I mean, made... you're like, Bertrand. Ah, fuck. So here's the thing I don't know if you remember this about Bertrand. Bertrand is like a super on the go guy. He's got like a thousand things to do in like two days to do all of them at once. And so once he has dealt with a situation, he's done. Like, he, he it is out of sight, out of mind. He is now on to the next crisis. It's like I just wanted to clarify how he wants us to prove. You're absolutely right, and that would have been great for him to ask. Um, but he didn't. All right. Well, I, um, it's I like have we're... you ever seen the episode from Community where they're doing the UN? It's like crisis alert. That's basically him all the time.
0: Ah. Cool.
1: Um, I guess
0: we're chopping off ears. Do we have a preference for the right or the left? I I do not think there is. is. I mean, I mean, really. Uh. We kill one goblin, we take two ears. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> sure, we can take all the ears. Um,
1: okay, are you still heading over to the recruiter's office?
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, as you go to the recruiter's office, you see a hooded person standing just outside the door. Of this place. it This looks like the person that bumped into you last night, Duncan. He looks at you and goes, Hello. The name is Will. It is a pleasure. Any of you guys want to do a perception yeah, check sure. for me? Yes. Let's do that. Yeet. Benji, I really need you to roll a Benji 15.
2: Benji already rolled.
0: Um, Benji rolled first. He rolled a 21. I rolled a 21.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. Sorry, apologize. As you look at this man up and down, he has very dark skin with a light undertone, almost the color of graphite. Ruby red eyes that seem to show very little emotion. And what's interesting is, I, because Benj or because yeah, Benji rolled so high. What's really interesting is you actually notice he almost looks like he has a tattoo that just snakes up from underneath his neck that looks to go down onto onto his chest. He goes hi. You guys have been very interesting recently, and I've heard a a strange rumor that you may be heading off to the um, abandoned mine. I would like a proposition for you. I know the reason you've entered this town is because you've heard of a, a secret and a rumor of an unearthed treasure that has been near this town. And in exchange for a favor, I will not only tell you the location of this town and how to get into it, but it's really not that expensive information for you to buy as well. I, I,
2: I pull the party back for, like, huddle up, and I say...
0: I have no idea. So you guys
1: remember the, uh, in the first episode I talked about, you guys came to this town in the first place because you heard a rumor of an unearthed tomb that was discovered somewhere near this town, and you were coming to the town initially to gather information on that.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, y Yeah, so we have to... I mean, obviously, this is a lead. Perhaps we should see where it goes.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
0: Fantastic. I am okay with this as well. All right.
1: So you guys turn to look at Will. Uh, what do you guys say? How do, how do you guys approach this? Um,
0: I guess the information, uh, the value of it uh, is also reliant on the favor. What's, what do you need us to do? It's...
1: A simple favor, I require you to get one item for me from this crypt and bring it back. No, it seems simple enough. All you need to do is there will be a book with a leaf on the cover. Bring it to me. And we have ourselves a deal. All right.
0: Uh, and you will tell us how to get into the crypt? That's correct. Well, so, magnifique. Where do we go?
1: It is underneath... the
0: the mining town,
1: you will find a caved-in wall. And the way to enter... By the way, he sticks out his hand. Uh, like, Like, he sticks out his hand looking for you to shake his hand.
0: Oh, I'll shake his hand.
1: Okay. So as you actually shake his hand, you get, like, a chill. Like, he grips your hand, and all of a sudden, there's, like, a pinch that starts in your palm and goes all the way up into your face. And he looks at you and goes... The way to get in is to not believe everything you see. And he grips your hand, and you kind of like double over, like ah, like you, like it's painful. It's not harmful, but like it's you feels like you just got like a pinch all the way up your arm, okay. and he disappears.
0: Hey, so, uh, that was weird.
1: In, like, a puff of sn- smoke or, like, just, like, there and then not? Like, it's almost like you blink and he's just gone.
2: Why His does this keep happening?
0: Uh, that is uh, my question. Does he disappeared from the bar last night as well?
1: Vanishing is apparently very common here. Um, I guess we make our way to the crypt then, though. It's it's It's... It's time to, yeah. to do the dirty work.
0: Uh, I guess so. If if it is uh, in the mines, then I guess uh, two birds with uh, one stone, as you say. I don't say that. <laughs> as 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 the people say. So you guys have departed to go to
1: the yeah. uh, goblin camp. Yep. Okay. So as you approach, sorry, you it takes about. Two or three hours for you guys to walk. Are you taking tiramisu with you or no? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, right.
1: Is it like like how far are we le- heading out of town? I would say probably like ten to fifteen miles, or yeah, like th- like thirty forty kilometers.
0: Yeah, we're bringing that's the f- probably knocks.
1: cart distance. Okay, yeah. So we go out. Okay. <sighs> so it takes you about three yeah. or four hours of. Wait 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 oh. wait because we gotta go to the the, the the stables we have our friend there. How's he doing? I want to check in on him oh you uh, the, the nice man that you was having like a, a an existential manic crisis that you actually talked off a ledge
0: Oh yeah mm-hmm. um
1: how's he doing? Is he good? yeah, I go and I give him a hug. He goes it's you and he gives you like a hug and he's like in tears. He's like you turned my life around i've I've never been happier. My wife, she's come back. We've made things up. I've sold three horses in the last week. Uh, you've proven to me all I had to do was believe in myself. I'm so happy for you. And then I turn to the ox and I run and I give him a big hug. And I say, Tiramisu, I Tira missed you. Uh, and just like that, his manic episode then resumes. And he starts walking off and going, oh, I guess it's it now. Time to go forever. No, he he looks at you and gives you like a, Really, like, like I thought we were friends, and you're more excited to see the ox. Uh, but he goes, eh, "Listen, I'm more excited for the pun. Everything else is secondary." He goes, <laughs> "Listen, pun. Listen, I missed, I missed you, and I have to appreciate everything you've done." And he looks at you and he t- takes the five copper pieces you gave him to board uh, tiramisu when you first arrived in the town. And he goes, "Here, this boarding's free, free forever. You can keep tiramisu here whenever you want." Oh, thank you. You you can still hold on to the the silver I, or Co- silver? copper. Silver copper. I gave you. Copper? Oh, the silver. Copper. No, no, I you gave him you. silver, but he charged you coppers. No, he wasn't going to okay. give back well, the silver. He was just giving you back the coppers. Okay, I'll sure I'll take it. Thank you. How much do I get? Back? Five coppers. And he goes. All right. I will see you soon. Hopefully, don't unless we die horribly. Oh, that would be most unpleasant. Uh, I agree. Goodbye, nice person who made my relationship get fixed. Au revoir. Goodbye, sir. And I give him a nice little fist bump. He, like, awkwardly flimps you back, going, like, Wow, this lunatic fixed my life? What was wrong with me? <laughs> um, Human contact? And you're off. The hard-hitting questions. So. All right. So. It takes about three or four hours for you to get from the town to the camp. And you're actually arriving on this goblin camp at about sunset you mean sunrise no sunset oh but did we like sleep in the whole day no you only we were gonna leave at like five you guys woke up at like noon and Mm. then you went to go meet uh will at the recruitment office sorry our our goal was originally to go at like 5 a.m so clearly we missed our timeline yeah I saw playing. Uh, well, that at five. was also our original that was also our original goal though. Yeah, that didn't yeah. go very well. Regardless, yeah. we uh You're getting there a lot later than you thought than you initially intended to get there. <laughs> that works for me. I like it when the sun isn't out. So, That's all I as the sun starts to dip, uh you upon arrive what looks to be the outside of a mining camp. Um upon arriving, you see a large wooden fence that spans around the mining camp in an oval shape. With watchtowers spaced every 30 yards or so. A large house protrudes from the center of the camp with oaken brown walls, a red roof, and a singular window placed in the center of the wall facing you. Once entering through the gates, which are wide open surprisingly, you will be surprised to see the camp's empty. That's curious. Can I make a perception check? So I would say this is more of an investigation than a perception, and you can uh-huh. do can that do a or a survival checked. check. Uh, I, I was just going to look on that. Okay, then you can do a check, uh, sure. Can... Like, I'm not, like, like investigating the missing people. I'm just kind of seeing seeing what's to be seen. Sure. If anything's kind of out of okay. place. yeah.
0: Although, perhaps, maybe a survival check as well to get other information would be great.
1: Yeah. Sure. Someone else will roll that. I rolled an 11. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you
1: don't see anything. It looks like this is a perfectly well-kept camp with yeah. nobody... I guess here.
2: I'll go, like... Look around the the uh, the camp.
1: So you'll notice there's actually so so each of these cottages in the corners. They're all basically the box standard. Same. These look like where the living conditions are. They're the small uh, round buildings are actually the forges where they smelt what they mine from underneath. Um, and then there's th- uh, four pits you can see, which. Look to be as if they're the entrances to get into the mines.
2: So yeah, I'll do near the mines. or I guess around the camp. I'll, I'll like I'll go around. I'll do some like scouting almost. Okay. You said that could be survival. Yeah, you want to okay, roll survival. I'll do sure. that. A ten. Okay.
1: So, Australia, you're really put off by this. Mm-hmm. This isn't so much like, like, and you've been living in the wilds for a while. You've been to cities. You understand what life looks like. You understand people living, there's going to be scuff marks. There's going to be, you know, the broken table chair here or there. Like, you know, a dropped plate, some garbage, some leftover food maybe. The outhouse is going to stink a little more, that sort of thing. What's really off-putting to you is it's less like everyone left... And more like no one was here to begin with. But that doesn't make sense because there's fires still in the forges and the camp looks like it was built for probably 100 to 200 people. Interesting. classic Vanishing Act happens all the time, apparently. Is there like a good spot to tie up our ox? Yeah. Tiramisu. So there's actually, if you um, outside of, there's like a place where like stables are meant for animals. Um... Once again, really odd to notice. If you get there, there's no, like, the, the ground isn't trampled at all, and there's no, there's no droppings anywhere. It doesn't smell like animals. It's just nothing. Okay, well, I tie off tiramisu uh, to the stables. Okay. I guess uh, I want to check out the, the house with the, what was it, red window? You want right to go to the door? red house? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, upon approaching the red house, I'd like you to roll a perception check, please. Twenty one So Twenty one is good Piran, You notice and you feel you get like goosebumps on the back of your neck and you look around and you can't see anything and you can't hear anything but you feel like you're being watched. I probably like say this out loud to the other two. Like I am a little sketched out, uh and then I open the door. To the so you actually go to open the door investigating, I got my spear in hand now. Okay, so you actually go to open the door and you go to jiggle the handle and it it's locked. Um, I guess I'll I kick it down. I just Uh, can you roll a strength check for me? Strength or athletics, either or. So you actually go to kick it... That's a nine. You go to kick it down. And actually, as you're about to make contact with the door, you're immediately out of breath. You you go to kick it...
2: Like I haven't even like, like, hit it Yeah, yet. like
1: you go to kick the door, and at, you haven't hit it, and all of a sudden, you are doubled over tired. It's right. confusion.
0: Um, seeing this, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to play my instrument and walk around the house, uh, and I'm going to uh, ritual cast, tech magic.
2: Ritual cast takes okay. 10 minutes, FYI.
0: Yeah, I know. So while you're doing that,
1: Estrella, do you want to check anything out?
2: Um, do I want to check anything out? Uh, What else is you've there You've got the cottages, around?
1: you've got the forges, and then you've got the four holes as well.
2: Sure. I'll I'll check it out. Um I'll check out one of the holes. Okay. So you
1: go over to one of these pits and it is a large dark hole, roughly 50 to 60 feet in diameter. And you look down and it is just dark. And I don't mean like you have dark vision and it's still just pitch black all the way to the bottom and what's really interesting actually is you notice there seems to be a contraption that looks almost like a like a pulley or a lever system mm-hmm. and it's missing one of the it's missing the crank that looks like it's supposed to lower you down
2: interesting it's missing the crank that's supposed to pull us down. Or it's supposed to. That's
1: supposed to, like, if if this is like a crank that, like, pulls it and lowers it down, the crank is not attached to the lever system.
2: Uh, is there any other holes that I can check around?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, actually, as you approach the holes, they look the same, except the only difference is they don't actually have their pulley
2: system at all. Okay. So, there's one with the pulley system and one, but missing a crank.
1: So it looks like they were mining out of four different holes from what you can tell. Mm-hmm. And what's weird is there's only one pulley system left to bring up and up goods and down people. But that doesn't make sense.
2: Okay. Can I look around to see if there's a crank somewhere just near the hole with the crank?
1: You could always check. While they're, uh, we'll go back to the ritual detect magic thing in a sec, but you, there's also these lodges that you can check out. There's also the watchtowers as well.
2: I'll check one of the lodges. Just okay. pick, pick a random one. All
1: right. So before much. we get to that, I'll cut over to, uh, JJ. So you finished casting your detect magic spell and you're getting strong hints of magic from this house. It tells but, you
2: the type. Magic, fun fact.
1: That's the interesting, yeah, like the school. yeah. That's the interesting part. It, you don't know this school of magic. I'm sorry, what? You don't know the school of magic. You've never encountered magic like this before. Well, okay,
0: that's worrisome. I'm going to convey that to the group. Uh, z- there is magic coming from here, but uh, it is nothing that I have encountered before.
1: That is very weird. What was that guy saying before? Something something. Uh. Not to believe everything we see. Uh something something hidden wall looks like it's caved in.
0: Do we see a hidden wall looks like it's caved in? No. Uh my assumption was that that would be further into the mind. So perhaps the red door is actually more of a red herring, and uh, we should continue on into
1: the So actually, what's interesting is, is and we'll cut to you guys in a sec. As Astrea opens the door to the first lodge, there's a click. Sorry, red I yellow. sorry. Well, no, because we cut over to you, Astraea, because you're going through these lodges.
2: Oh oh my thing didn't click, the red door clicked.
1: The red door clicks. As soon as you open the first door to the lodge, the red door clicks open.
2: Oh. Check Um
1: so we'll cut over to Astrea first and then we'll do uh the red the red lodge.
2: Yeah. So I go um, in. And, so inside there? the
1: cottages there look to be about five bunk beds spread through each cabin. Yeah. Each with a chest set upon the foot of the lower bed. Uh-huh. That's it. It looks almost like a camp cabin. Is there anything in just the chest? Bunk beds. What?
2: Do the chests sure. look wacky? So,
1: yeah, you go in. The chests, upon opening them, there's nothing in the chests. Like, and it's not like there was something in there that was taken out. There's no marks of anything being in there. It doesn't even look like these are used. They're almost dusty to the point where they look empty. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Another okay. thing that's really interesting uh, is that the beds are all perfectly made. And so, considering the fact that Bertrand has told you that goblins have been taken root in this camp and that there were supposed to be miners living here before that, the fact that these beds are perfectly made
2: is even more disconcerting. Yeah, that's pretty disconcerting. Uh, I, go, I guess I'll go back and convey this. I'll start walking back. Are there, uh,
1: are there other lodges around? Can I do, so like, a, whatever? Uh,
2: what's the thing you do to see through illusions or whatever, that thing?
1: I mean, you could roll to disbelieve.
2: Yeah, whatever that is—is is that wisdom? So,
1: if you cho- so you choose to disbelieve, investigation.
2: Yeah, whatever that um, is. Can you because investigations uh, int and whatever? I would say you could roll
1: investigation or you could roll yeah. um, the, the, insight as well. Okay, I'm gonna roll both of insight. those make sense to me. From what I understand, like illusions are normally like you roll uh, investigation versus those casters spell DC. Oh, is it?
2: Oh, I can it. it. inside I don't really care.
1: It doesn't yeah. matter. You it. Okay, so you just... start looking around, and all of a sudden, it goes from this nice, pristine lodge, and there's a flash. And all of a sudden, there look like blood and bodies everywhere. But just Jits. as quickly as they appear, they disappear, and it's back to this nice, well-kept lodge.
2: Okay, I'm going to go that's spooky. Um I start running out and say it's fake. Uh, pff, uh it's maybe fake. I think it's fake. Either the my mind's tricking me or so
1: as soon as you say the word it's fake. Yeah. The door to the red lodge slams open. Open? Yep.
2: Okay. It's fake.
1: And there. all of a sudden You look inside, and it's the same thing as the other lodges. It looks pristine. It looks like nobody's living here, except with the one added note of a streak of blood starting from the doorway and going behind the desk, the main desk in the middle of the room.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Folks and Fables. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend. You can follow us on Twitter, at folks underscore fables, and Instagram, at folksandfables, all one word. A special thanks to Talia Faulkner for our beautiful logo, to Quinn, who does all our editing and web services, and to Joey, who is selflessly signed up to deal with our shenanigans. And of course, thank you, dear listener, as this would not be possible without your support. Au revoir!